Welcome back to the Project 24 YouTube podcast. Well, hello. Y'all ready for this? I certainly am. Today, I'm going to talk about something that has been on my mind for a while, and I feel like I finally have a solid update for you. This actually was partially sprung by a recent thread in the Project 24 community uh, asking, are YouTube shorts still part of the journey? Do I still recommend doing YouTube shorts on your channel? Now, I, I don't want you to completely tune out if you haven't yet done YouTube shorts or if you've tried them and you feel like they've failed. There have been some recent developments that that may change your mind on that front. Okay, so this is interesting. I, I need to give a little bit of background and progression on what has been happening with YouTube Shorts. So settle in, uh, eat your breakfast, <laughs> sip your fizzy drink, or if you're driving, keep your hands on the steering wheel, please. <laughs> so up to this point, YouTube Shorts was uh, a little over a year ago. They had a launch that was more of a secretive launch. Word spread quickly for YouTube Shorts. And the goal, it was pretty clear. They're looking to overtake a lot of market sectors that TikTok and Instagram Reels and other areas had been already targeting strongly. And they had proof of concept that an audience really liked short form videos. This is, they're no, nothing new there. Uh, Vine before TikTok. I mean, it's been around for a long time, ever since internet video was a thing. And so it's already been proven to be a successful form of um, social media, I guess, uh, online content. So YouTube saw that. They said, hey, we want to do our own version of this. We want to make it into a dedicated format. Um, we're calling it YouTube Shorts, and they launched, it was fairly, to my knowledge, it wasn't like a wide public announcement, I mean, they did announce it, but it wasn't like, we are rolling this out, and now everybody can do this, but like I was saying, word spread quickly. Now, in the early phases of YouTube Shorts, what I was seeing was YouTube, um, because they were trying to get people using the YouTube Shorts, they were almost handing out views for free. They were testing it across a variety of audiences. It was the early Wild West of YouTube Shorts. And so what many channel makers were seeing, and perhaps if you tried YouTube Shorts during that era, was they would have shorts that would get a lot of views very quickly. And it didn't matter what channel size you had. Uh, they were giving out opportunities or chances for a piece of content to spread um, more than what they would traditionally do on their regular algorithms or their, their long-form content algorithms. So that was the early stages. Then they started to run into some interesting things, which I'm going to explain here in a bit. But I, before, I, I didn't hear any of this directly from YouTube, but they started to run into some interesting things with the algorithm, which led to shorts performing oddly for channels, especially channels that, had, that were publishing YouTube shorts on the same channel as regular long-form content. It started to turn into people were getting subscribers and, and or sometimes views, or a lot of times views, but it wasn't necessarily doing anything for the rest of their content. And in some cases, it seemed to be actually harming the rest of their content. They would see regular views actually go down. I'm gonna explain why here in a moment. So I was observing this um, and I was starting to see that. I was also starting to see certain trends coming out and what types of content were successful or more likely, dramatically more likely to be success, successful on YouTube Shorts versus not. All right, so I hope you're following thus far. Uh, then they uh, that it was about that point that I started recommending that you do a separate 
channel for YouTube Shorts because of what I was seeing happening. It was kind of messing across all of the channels I was looking at. It was messing with the regular long form content or, I mean, worst case scenario, it was messing with it and causing views to go down. Best case scenario, they were almost like completely separate. Uh, two separate audiences and the crossover just was not happening between shorts and regular content. And it's funny because I'll explain why that happened here in a moment, but I wanted to continue with this progress. So that was my, until the more recent update um, before this one that I'm doing right here, uh, you're hearing it first right here, by the way, uh, more recent update was yes, YouTube shorts are still successful, um, but my general recommendation is do them on a separate channel. The exception would be if your primary channel is entertainment focused, like very entertainment. Uh, if you're doing, um, man, like uh, gaming or, uh, man, I'm, examples. My example generator is broken today. <laughs> so gaming, pranks, that type of stuff. So entertaining archetype of channels. Um, that's where I would typically say, yeah, that's it's okay to do it on the same channel. But anything else, it's a separate enough type of content that it makes sense to have it on a separate channel, especially for information archetype of channels. Um, the, the formats or the audiences were separate enough that I was saying, okay, let's put it on a separate channel. And by the way, you're going to need to learn a whole different skill set, which you still will if you do YouTube Shorts. That was a more recent until... Uh, actually, very recently, I was I, had, I was attending VidCon uh, in Anaheim in California, and one of the speeches given was, it was Mr. Beast, Jimmy Donaldson, uh, speaking with Todd, I can't remember his last name, from the, uh, basically, the, the head of the YouTube discovery team, which means their algorithms. And so a question came up about YouTube shorts. I don't remember exactly what it was, but what Todd said was very interesting to me because it was both validating what I was seeing previously and potentially giving next directions with what they're doing. So you ready for this? Here is what happened. He said, early stages of YouTube Shorts, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Uh, he said, early stages of YouTube Shorts, they launched it, it was kind of the Wild West. They weren't really even sure how to treat the algorithm, which makes sense, it's a brand new product. But then what they started seeing was because if YouTube Shorts were launched on the same channel as long-form content, the algorithm saw that viewers, because the average length of YouTube Shorts or views on YouTube Shorts was so much shorter than regular long-form videos, uh, the algorithm was assuming that, oh, this audience now prefers shorter-form content. I hope you are following what I'm saying here. So what that did is it actually, and this is validating what I was seeing with my own observances here, it potentially, didn't say it in these words, but I'll, I'll use my words here, it was damaging the long-form content on the channel because the algorithm was saying, oh, this audience all of a sudden prefers shorter stuff, so I guess we're not going to recommend the longer stuff anymore. Can you see a problem with that? <laughs> now, luckily, the discovery team realized this, learned about this, and so the next step it was kind of a band-aid on it, was to completely separate the two algorithms on a channel, which is also validated by my own experience. Or I guess it was validated my own experience here because essentially what that did was, does was they said, okay, YouTube Shorts viewers, there is no crossover. There's no bridge between YouTube Shorts viewers on the channel and long-form content viewers on the channel. If they watch both, great, but we're going to treat them as separate. I hope you also see how significant that would be it, because if a primary goal for a channel maker would be 
to use YouTube Shorts to grow the rest of their channel and their long-form content, it is literally, from an algorithm standpoint, was not, there was no bridge. There was no crossover there. And so someone could find you in YouTube Shorts and never be shown your other stuff. I'm not saying they, you wouldn't be shown through other regular means of watching YouTube and audience profiles, all of that. It's just from that exposure in YouTube Shorts, even if the algorithm knew that this viewer type or this audience profile liked watching short form content from this channel, they didn't necessarily associate it with the rest of the content on the channel. Wow. So that was a big deal for me. And it also, again, came back to, okay, well, if that's even the case, I guess you could put it on the same channel. But in most cases, with them being so different, I would still recommend putting them on separate channels, YouTube Shorts, and then your regular long-form content on a separate channel. Okay. Brings me to today. The next thing Todd said was to the effect, again, I'm paraphrasing here, to the effect of they are now working on a bridge between the two. So a channel, if they find you through YouTube Shorts, they will also be given indicators through their neural learning, their algorithm, on what long-form content that audience might also enjoy. That is a big deal. <laughs> because YouTube Shorts are still the Wild West. They're still figuring out the algorithm. But the fact that they are finally getting to the point where they are it's, it's going to become a better bridge. It's in the early stages of testing still, to my knowledge, according to what Todd was saying, if I interpreted correctly here. That means that right now might be a golden time for using YouTube Shorts or if you've stopped for a while, testing them again on your channel. Okay? So, now, I, I need to say that here. Next, before I go into specific recommendations of what I think might be good approach at this point, I just want to speak here on, I guess, a question that was coming up for me here. With any social media platform, we'll talk about YouTube here, what is their goal for a piece of content, especially when they're launching or beta testing a new format? What is their goal? It's, it's always worthwhile to be asking ourselves, what is the goal of the company for this? So right now, what is YouTube's goal for YouTube Shorts on their platform? Now, this is a little bit more complicated than you might think because I guess the obvious answer is, well, they want to get more viewers. They want viewer satisfaction. They want to get people, you know, using the platform and they do, right? However, up to this point, I don't personally feel like they have figured out monetization and neither have the other short form content platforms, Instagram, uh, TikTok, the other ones. They haven't figured out a solid business model for monetization for the creators to reward them in a consistent, predictable way like the YouTube partner program up to this point. I don't think they've figured it out. And I think that if I were in their shoes, and I'm guessing that they're also thinking about this a lot, maybe testing stuff. Uh, and actually, I just read an article this morning where they confirmed that they are rolling out some tests of ads on YouTube Shorts. What I'm saying here is they haven't figured it out yet. So they want attention with YouTube Shorts, but they also want to make money from YouTube Shorts. And to this point, the YouTube Shorts Creator Fund, I don't think is satisfying enough to people. And one of the reasons why YouTube has become such an appealing platform for so many people is because of the revenue sharing aspect. It is one of the most attractive options out there exactly for that reason. And so if YouTube can figure out how to uh, do uh, monetization, exactly what I'm saying here, if they can figure out how to monetize in a consistent, more predictable way with YouTube Shorts, 
that will be a huge deal for them as well as the viewer base. And if they roll out something like the YouTube par Partner Program, which it will probably still be under the same umbrella, so it'll probably be YouTube Partner Program, Four Shorts, et cetera. It, it, it'll probably be the same thing. But if they roll out something, you can bet that even though the competition is already big, it's going to become even more appealing for most people especially since, to my knowledge, the other social platforms have not figured out how to do this very effectively yet. Up to this point, monetization is, uh, it's been best served as sponsorships and or building yourself as an influencer, which gets you sponsorships uh, within your short form content, shout outs, uh, that type of thing has been mostly the best option that I have seen, aside from the trickle through of becoming an influencer and selling your own product, et cetera, et cetera. But on the platform, that is the one I've seen to be the most effective thus far. And it still is. It's extremely effective, especially for top producers. However, if the whole playing field will change, if YouTube figures out a way to make it more of a per view monetization, meaning every view you get or a certain percentage, exactly similar to how their current program works, uh, they can earn revenue. And how I think they're currently testing, I haven't dug dug deep into this, I just saw the article this morning, is with, again, I, I way back I, I semi-predicted this or guessed they might try this, is um, running ads in between every few shorts, you know, so watch three shorts, run an ad, watch three shorts, something like that. They might, they might experiment with on-screen, you know, pop-up ads while a piece of content is playing. I don't know if they will bank on that just because the real estate is limited, the nature of the YouTube shorts. Which, by the way, I hope you're okay with me going uh, deep into this. It's just me getting on here, sharing the what's been going on behind the scenes with YouTube shorts here. If you're not following anything here, you maybe go back and listen to it again. Uh, also, feel free to ask questions, as always, in the Project 24 community. <laughs> but I did want to kind of get on here and brain dump what I'm thinking right here. So... What I'm saying here is back to what does YouTube want with YouTube Shorts? To the, up to this point, they've gotten a lot of attention. They're getting billions of views every single day. I don't remember what the last number was, 30 billion views, something like that, every single day just from YouTube Shorts. That is a dramatic lot of attention. The moment that they figure out monetization with YouTube Shorts or a more, um, I want to say more easy to understand or uh, how would you say this, uh, consistent form of monetization, it's going to go bonkers. Uh, and so that's my first thing I'm thinking about here. The other thing is with so much attention being on YouTube shorts, if they're really, if they really are going to bridge the gap between YouTube shorts and long form content, it becomes a much more appealing offering for us as content creators, which brings me to my next question here. What do you want out of YouTube shorts? What do you feel? What do you feel like would be some of the most valuable things for it. Early on, I was oft repeating, yeah, the, the main value of YouTube Shorts is to get people to your long-form content. Then I was seeing that wasn't working because, and now I know, validated, the algorithm literally wasn't causing that bridge over. They, they weren't bridging the gap. But now if they are, then YouTube Shorts, all of a sudden, for me, becomes a much more appealing option to get attention. Because again, here's what I'm seeing with YouTube Shorts. Um, they are more likely to get to go to a broader audience more quickly because of the nature of the YouTube shorts browser, etc. They still know the metadata of your video. So they base it off of a profile. But what I'm seeing right now 
is you're more likely to appeal to a broader group of people, or I, I should say, your short is more likely to be shown to a broader group of people than maybe your standard content on your channel because that one is a little bit more set and YouTube has a little bit better idea of it. I'm not seeing that yet with YouTube Shorts. The part of that is the very nature of YouTube Shorts. They want variety, they want variance because it keeps people interested. If every single YouTube Short was all about the perfect green lawn, that would get boring, right? So if they may show the perfect green lawn from your channel and then they might show some random prank, then they might show a, a cute doggo <laughs> all in a sequence. And I don't think they're gonna stop doing that. But because of how it's set up from the core, I'm seeing it that if you publish YouTube short, there's a possibility of more uh, wide variety of audience within a shorter period of time. That can be a advantage and a disadvantage with this talking in context of it spreading to or, or building the rest of your content um, on your channel. Which is, leads me to what I'm seeing right now. It's natural for channels that are publishing YouTube Shorts regularly to see a lot of variance in average views. They aren't, they don't behave the same as a typical YouTube video in that you publish, your regular viewers get notified of that if they've turned on notifications, but I just mean it shows up on their home feed. Um, you publish something, it shows up there on their home feed. It's not, I'm not seeing it be uh, acting the same with YouTube Shorts yet. Now I do know that if they watch and seem satisfied with a current with a YouTube short of yours, then are they more likely to be shown another one in the future in the mix? Yes, they are. But as far as publish to notified to watch, that behavior is not the same on YouTube shorts. So it's it's natural to see a lot of variance in the views on YouTube shorts and and it's both a strength and a not a strength. <laughs> a weakness, that's the word. <laughs> For all the reasons I've been stating thus far. Strength because broader, faster spread. Not a strength because it may not be as targeted. So, other things I am seeing here. I, it, It's at this point, if you have a separate YouTube Shorts channel... I am not gonna go ahead and say, oh, it's gonna be dramatically better if you start publishing on the same channel. But what I might, as your regular long form content, if you have two different channels currently. But what I might be saying is it might be time to start experimenting with publishing on your regular channel, YouTube Shorts. Right now might be a good time to start getting into that again. Now, what that might look like, I don't think I'd recommend publishing the exact same piece of content on each channel, both your shorts channel and your regular channel. Uh, maybe you try every other short and just see how they start performing, as well as keep a close eye, especially on the long form content channel, what the rest of your analytics start doing. Um, because I'm feeling positive that they're headed in the right direction. And again, trying my best to think like YouTube here, what would they want? I think they would want to have all sorts of content perform well on the same channel. It just makes sense to me. It's just been a little bit tricky in the execution. So uh, it, it, this is not a call from Nate to say, now, okay, go ahead and dump your YouTube Shorts channel. Now it's time to put it all into the same channel. I'm not saying that yet, but right now it's the early stages of, let's start testing both, if you have both channels. If you've been thinking about doing YouTube Shorts, go ahead and start on the same channel. So if you don't have a shorts channel currently, go ahead and try them on your long form channel. Now, a few words on what types of content I am still seeing. I've said this before, I'm gonna say it again. I've been checking it over and over again. 
What kinds of content do well on YouTube Shorts? Primarily two types. Entertainment first. If you have an entertainment archetype first channel, then YouTube Shorts are a natural extension. And in most cases, I would say, yes, if you're not doing YouTube Shorts, if you have a rhythm, you know how to make good long-form content videos or, uh, or horizontal videos, even if they're shorter style of videos, if you know how to make good ones of those, it's time to start acquiring the skill set of YouTube Shorts because it's not going anywhere. It's only growing. And as YouTube figures it out more and more, it is going to be extremely valuable to the right channels. So if you have an entertainment first archetype channel, do YouTube Shorts. If you are not currently doing YouTube Shorts, you should be learning that skill set right now. I'm just going to say it flat out. You should be learning that. Now, let's talk to, the, to my, my friends that are not primarily entertainment archetype channels, so connection or information. Let's speak connection first because this is the second type of content I am seeing work really well on um, YouTube Shorts, influencer content. So what I mean by that is you're a person and, and you do videos about interesting-ish things like taking your Tesla, how much it costs you to run your Tesla through a car wash. <laughs> it's an interesting idea, but it's about you and the experience. So what you're doing is you're building yourself as an influencer in a space. Uh, that leads to a lot of repeat viewers of your content because you're the common denominator. It's the strength of the connection archetype, right? The alternative is also if you want to become an influence channel, meaning you want to start sharing ideas, become a thought leader type of thing, uh, then YouTube Shorts, I'm also seeing be very successful in those areas. Okay, let's talk uh, the I archetype or information archetype. This one is going to be perhaps the most tricky, mostly because YouTube Shorts tend to be the most different than what we're typically publishing on an I content uh, channel. Because the core reason why people go to information archetype channels is how useful is the information. If you And it tends to be more niche information, meaning less awareness around it. So if you publish a YouTube short with a less awareness topic that's a useful answer, how-to, etc., it's probably not going to do as well. That's not saying that that won't change, but I would not expect it to dramatically outperform the other content on your channel. Now, having said that, if you do want to, if you're currently in the world of YouTube Shorts or you want to make a foray into world, the world of YouTube Shorts, just know that in order to do so, you're going to have to learn a new archetype for it to have the most likelihood of success, either entertainment or the influencer. I'm going to say, I would say connection, but it's influencer of a connection style. Um, so just know that when you are going into doing YouTube shorts, that's, that's how the playing field is playing out right now. And, and again, I, I check in occasionally to say, has that changed? Like are different types of content doing well? Every time I have checked in, I still see it repeat those two types, either entertainment or influencer content. That is the vast majority of content. So if you're, I guess to put it in normal, in normal human words, if you're a lawn mowing channel and you do a short on how to fix the, um, how to fix the, the pole string on this, you know, this uh, Toro lawnmower, it's probably going to do awful. Just saying it because it's way too niche information and it's way too how to. Contrast that with um, how long can I drive my mower before it totally falls apart? That would do well on YouTube shorts. I hope you get that. I'm trying to give examples so I, you can kind of visualize 
what I am seeing as the difference there. Now, the other thing to keep in mind as you're going into doing YouTube shorts right now is I want you to think of it, with it being an entirely different skill set, I want you to think of it as bite-sized influence. And this is whether it's entertainment or an influencer style of, of YouTube short. Bite-sized influence, because what you're doing is you're giving them a micro experience. So that can be a, a funny thing. You can make them laugh. You can make them um, go, oh, I didn't know that. You can make them feel like, oh, man, actually, that was super inspiring. There's a lot of angles or ways we can do this, but it's all bite-sized influence. And the idea is with either a one that's just really good and people like it enough that they seek out your other content, that's one angle, or the other is with enough exposures to your bite-sized influence, they start seeing you as an influencer or your content as content that they want to consume more often. Both of those will contribute to the growth of your channel, your audience, and your influence as a channel maker. So there you have it. My current take on YouTube Shorts. Go and give it a try. If you are not currently in it, you know what? I already gave the recommendations. I don't need to repeat myself. <laughs> if you want my recommendations, go back and re-listen to what I said earlier. That's all I have for you. Thank you for listening. I hope you had a great trip if you're driving, and we'll see you next time. Project 24 is a product of Income School LLC. Results mentioned are not typical. The trademark Project 24 refers to the goal of some people to create a successful business in 24 months, but it's not a promise or guarantee of that success. Many online businesses fail because like any business, it requires hard work, skill, and dedication. Before making business decisions, consult financial and legal professionals licensed in your jurisdiction. So in short, the only person who can make your business successful is you. We are simply here to provide information to help you along the way.